0: Hello, SFF Yeah listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our new bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Sharifah Williams, and I'm recording on October 10th, and today... We're going to talk about traveling, because that is literally what I'm up to. And if you hear any airplanes in the background, I apologize in advance. I am not on an airplane right this minute, but I do happen to be staying near an airport, which is super convenient for podcasting, I can tell you. Uh, But before I start talking about my books and travel, I'm going to tell you about our sponsor, which is The Dark Lord Clementine by Sarah Jean Horwitz, and that is coming to us new from Algonquin Young Readers. As the only child of an infamous Dark Lord, 12-year-old Clementine has been groomed since birth to be the best evil overlord she can be. But everything changes the day her father is cursed by a mysterious rival. Now Clementine must not only search for a way to break the curse, but also take on the full responsibilities of a Dark Lord. As Clementine forms her first friendships and discovers more about her own magic, she starts to question everything she's been taught. What if the Dark Lord Clementine doesn't want to be dark after all? This is described as an upbeat middle grade fantasy, and author Sarah Jean Horowitz unpacks and upends typical fairy tale tropes. You know I love a fairy tale trope with clever wordplay and tongue-in-cheek, genre-savvy humor. And we get the news that there is a thing called the Gricken, which is a spell book that's been enchanted into a chicken. And I don't know if I have ever heard of anything more delightful. To have a book in a story in the first place, especially a spell book, is one thing. But to have it enchanted into a chicken, like... I don't think it can get any better than that. I love it. So this is described as perfect for fans of Howl's Moving Castle, another great, great book, and also Disney's The Descendants. So thank you so much to The Dark Lord Clementine by Sarah Jean Horowitz and Algonquin Young Readers for sponsoring today's episode. Let's start talking about traveling. So I'm back in LA for a time and it seems like, I don't know, I guess I've been doing a lot of traveling lately. So I thought, why not go whole hog and turn my disorientation into a theme? And I actually enjoy traveling. I'm always looking for an adventure. I love exploration in life as well as books. And some of my favorite stories are about journeys and quests. And often I've noticed it doesn't occur to me until much later that a story I've read and enjoyed is in fact a story about a journey. Obviously, there are some books where it's very obvious. There are lots of quest tales and things like that where the entire book is built around this journey. But in other ways, sometimes it can be a little bit less. You're so focused on some other aspect of the story, you don't realize that The journey is a huge part of it. So that goes with my science fiction pick, which is The Passage by Justin Cronin. And this is the first book in the Passage trilogy. And last episode, if you heard us, we were talking about the second book in a series. And I was kind of hard on myself for being a bit of a series abandoner. But today I feel better because I was reminded that I read the Passage series as the books came out and actually finished it. And I don't know, I couldn't look away from this dystopian story about a science experiment gone as wrong as it could go. And I chose this book in particular because it's October as you know, and I'm trying to sneak in scary books where I can because I love them so much and I love this month and Halloween so much. And The Passage was absolutely a freezer book for me and a book that legit gave me nightmares. So the traveling aspect of this story centers around running away. Amy is the six-year-old or- orphan who who's wanted by numerous parties throughout the story. And in a world that's lousy with predators engineered by the science experiment, Amy may hold the key to saving civilization as we know it. But to former FBI agent Brad Walgost, I never know whether it's Brad Walgost. I think in my head I pronounce it Brad Walgast, but I think that's somebody else. I think Walgast is definitely a different character. FBI agent Brad Uh, only sees Amy as this lost child who needs to be protected from the horrors that have been unleashed on this swiftly crumbling world of ours, this horrible vision of our world. So they end up together going on the longest, most epic journey to find safety, even while things get worse and worse and their likelihood of success seems slimmer and slimmer. And the whole series spans a really long time, And over the course of Amy's journey, we meet a lot of people and we visit a lot of places that give us this view of a world we both know and don't, especially as humankind adapts to deal with this crisis and attempt to survive. And everything about this book is epic, including the amount of ground covered by these characters as they go on their group and individual missions, all of them looking for something specific, whether it's a lost loved one or food, shelter, leadership even. And then also commonly in search of an end to this predator prey state they're living in that touches their lives in ways both big and small. So I think if you liked The Girl with All the Gifts by M.R. Carey, there's a really good chance you'll like The Passage by Justin Cronin. There are a lot of similarities between those books. And you'll have three fairly hefty books to get through since the series is complete. So, again, that was The Passage by Justin Cronin. Now, my fantasy pick was definitely more obvious as far as traveling and quest stories go, because it is quest story. And how could I not include one when I'm talking about traveling and the book in question is Huntress by Melinda Lowe. And this is the story of a quest to the city of the fairy queen to save a kingdom, as well as a story about this relationship that grows with the journey So Katie and Tyson are 17-year-old students, they're at the academy, and at this academy young people are trained in prophetic abilities. And Tyson is this really gifted sage in training, the most gifted student the academy has seen in generations, actually. And because of this, and because of her nature in general, she's really serious about her work at the academy, and she's committed to this life of celibacy, among other things. And then you have Katie, who's a very different person. She hasn't developed any abilities in the site, and her teachers basically think she's just really willful. So the quest is set in motion when Tyson reports an ominous prophetic vision, and this vision she has is of Katie on a boat leaving an icy beach for somewhere. She doesn't know where, she doesn't know why, but this vision of hers troubles with creatures both known and unknown in the kingdom, and this unusual and alarming pause of seasons leading to widespread famine, all of these things conspire to put Tyson and Katie together to go on this mission. So, topping it all off, the fairy queens requested the king's presence during Midsummer. And if you know anything about Midsummer, it's that there is no coincidence about being summoned to the fairy court when magic is at its peak. So, obviously, something big is fixing to happen here. And one of the great things about a journey in my opinion, is that it forces people together, whether or not they're alike or whether or not they even get along. All of these kind of often discordant personalities with a lot of different backgrounds and a lot of different ways of dealing with things and challenges come together. And there are some stakes in the development of their relationship. Uh, Tyson isn't being completely honest about what she saw and what might transpire between her and Katie. So Huntress is actually a prequel to Lowe's novel, Ash, which is like a Cinderella retelling and also so, so good. It's book 0.5 in the Ash series, but you can read them as standalones, honestly. They're both great reads if you're looking for some uh, lush mythology, fairy tale, and queer romance. And honestly, who isn't? So again, that was The Huntress by Melinda Lowe. And that's it. Thanks so much for listening. You can email us as always at, at bookriot.com. Please do review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find us and we love to hear your thoughts. And you can find me on Instagram at Williams. That's s c a i n a b Williams. Happy reading.